Greetings, adventurers. Welcome. Welcome to the Adventure Incorporated Podcast. I'm your Dungeon Master. My name is Anthony Reed. Uh, in case you are not aware, hi, welcome, new person who has never heard of me before. If you're not new to the show and you know that I'm Anthony Reed, I'm not talking to you right now, okay? I'm just talking to this new person. Hey, hey, new person, welcome. Probably you were told to come to this show by one of your friends, which is great. We really love it when that happens. Um, and your friend has great taste and you should really pay attention and listen to, to what they have to say because I think you're going to dig this. Uh, this one is... A big one. This is a big one. Obviously, the last uh, chapter of the Oracle arc, weird place to start, new person. That's fine. Um, and for those of you who aren't new, I think, uh, think you, you're going to want to hear this. Um, so why don't I say this? Thank you to the patrons, patreon.com slash adventure inc. Uh, patrons, patrons, I'm, I'm just grateful. I'm just thankful for you guys. You're, you're wonderful. And you support the show. When, even though you don't have to and I love that I love that about you and uh, thank you for supporting the show thank you for letting us do things we couldn't otherwise do thank you for uh, making this not cost a ton of money out of our pockets so that we can keep doing the show uh, until we reach the natural conclusion or the heat death of the universe whichever uh, comes second so uh, thank you thank you thank you we uh, are so grateful and uh, you're the best let's get started Nobles and farmers, knights and scoundrels, gather round, gather round to hear a tale of excitement and mystery. Brave adventurers facing grave dangers. Billroth, the ranger. She's a grimalkin, that's, uh, but that's understood. No pets allowed, even though she's not a pet. I will wait outside. Everyone, if anyone needs anything, I am outside. Scarpin, the cleric. Should I just try and snipe them from over here? Yeah, okay. I did say they were as good as dead. I would hate for, for my, you know, to break my word on our first contract as Adventure Incorporated. Ellery, the bard. We would want you to leave this warehouse. He points behind him. Mm-hmm. Church! Oh, sorry. We want you to leave this church. Deerin, the wizard. He say you no worship Shattered Fang. Yeah, man, he's like super wrong. We love Broken Tooth, uh, Shattered Fang, man. Prepare yourselves, for these are the tales of Adventure Incorporated. Your father, his uh, eyes very serious. He says, All people are connected to the dreaming. All people have that same shared space where their mind goes while it rests. But we are not connected to the dreaming only at night. People are always connected to the dreaming. They are always tied together, bound by this magic. Uh, So... So that, that I guess that, that makes sense, um, but the fading, the, the forgetting of knowledge, shouldn't that strengthen uh, remembering when everyone's connected so that knowledge isn't lost? I don't understand. Our minds are powerful, but when we connect them together, there is a harmony, a resonance that is formed between them. Our minds, elven minds, dwarven minds, human minds, dragonborn minds, all connected. The fading happens to those of us who live long because our minds touch too closely to minds that are not meant to last. You mean like like animals or... What do you mean, not meant to last? A human mind will only live so long before it fails. A dragonborn mind, similarly, will only last so long, or an orc. These people are also tied to us in the dreaming. And so our minds begin to fail as theirs do. 
there is a collective consciousness of memory because of our connection to the fading. I'm sorry, because of our connection to the dreaming. And because of it, we must, our cognitive memories all last the same amount of time. Oh, wow. We tell you this now because you are coming close to the time where your memories will begin to fade. Wow. Uh, Are are we not bolstered by our connection to to the dream where we understand it more and we can avoid the, the, the drawbacks that others can't? No, in truth, you'll probably begin to feel them many years before many of your friends. Our connection to the dream makes us more susceptible, not less. Uh, but there's no... Uh, the uh, And Scarpin just thinks of the only creatures or magic that he's ever heard of that don't dream from when uh he was a kid he thinks back to the the undead group that that saved him and his family and how they were fascinated as of us as dream clerics uh because they don't dream what about what about the undead the, the corpsen that and it like kind of triggers being like scarpin's talking about himself he's asking about himself they said they don't dream does, does that mean Necromancy, that's the key to stopping this, the fading? Whatever those corpsen are, they aren't necromancy, son. Your mother now um, speaking, she says, they, the power that they have, it, it is, it's something darker, something deeper that has made them what they are. And Scarpin uh, kind of digs deeper and remembers more that he, rather than necromancy, is infused with shadow. And then he just kind of mumbles out loud, Shadow. They are very twisted and dark. They do not seem to have a connection to this, our minds the way other creatures do. It has been broken in them. So what good is knowing that, that, that we're that the dream and the tying of all the minds is, is the cause of the fading if we can't do anything about it? Because I don't think it's always been like this. It may not have always been like this, your father says. But there were times in the past where magic was very different than it is now. What we safeguard, our connection to the dream, is a connection to one another. When magic failed this world, our people were lost. They were adrift. And it was only through our connection to the dreaming and its drawbacks that we were able to find each other again. Our empathy, our culture, our society. And I don't just speak of the turtles, I speak of the Empire. It comes about because we are all connected. Because we all touch minds. that's important and and that's good it's if we weren't connected then we wouldn't be together but I don't know mom dad this is it seems like we we know so much and we know important things but we can't do anything with that information that's so that's that's frustrating What we do is safeguard this connection because of how important it is. 
We tell you this secret, Scarpin, this deep secret, because you are here as part of our family, and it is your legacy that you must uphold this, must protect this connection. That is why we tell you this. It is your burden, but it is also your birthright. Scarpin looking at his parent and between his parents, he just all of a sudden feels such guilt and realizing that he can't dream or the the other him can't dream and just is just overwhelmed with guilt um and you start to realize that that feeling that dreamlike quality you've been feeling all this time is connection to that space even in your waking hours that there is any amount of dream that you are touching and drawing from that the other you does not feel ever, even when he sleeps. So, sorry, so, uh, scar- this Scarpin does the, feel that connection. Yes, that dreamlike quality to this place is your right. connection to dream. Okay, so I can do that. I can I can help protect the the connection to the dream. But it, it seems so. If nobody knows that this is so important, I guess why would anybody try and stop it? If uh, if if we're the ones who know, your parents look at each other again. Secrets are not easily kept, and time will come when one will figure out the connection. They will draw the conclusion, and it is our duty to make sure that such thoughts and memories stay out of this world when they resurface. That is what it means to be a night holder. To keep this secret from the world. We walk the dreams, the connection to the mind. And when it arises, we tear it from the world. Have you... Have you actually had to do this? I haven't seen you be violent, I don't think, ever. That seems surreal. It is the sacrifice we make. Has it happened? Yes. Will it happen again? Yes. Okay. We know the shape of this truth. We know what it looks like in the minds that touch the dreaming. And we can take it from those places. Oh, are are we able to do it within the dream and just remove that piece of knowledge? Kind of like uh, surgically? Or is this kind of a sledgehammer sort of uh, situation? No, we find that knowledge and we remove it. Oh, okay. That's, that sounds more like you, Mom. I tell you all, we also tell you this now, because the techniques that we need to use to find your brother and the secrets he knows will be very similar. We'll consider it your first lesson. Okay, I, I'm ready. When we do this, It is not like the other times we have walked the dream. It will not be pleasant. Okay. You must be prepared to fight against the nightmares we will find there. Yeah. And of course, I mean, nightmares. 
We can do that. Pieces of these these fragments of memories are pieces of the dreaming. And they do not like being removed. I mean, I, yeah, I, 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 no, I'm ready. I'm ready. Then we sleep. And they get up from the fire and they head off toward their tent. All right. Scarpin heads to his private sleeping quarters. Still wearing the necklace. Yeah. Um, do you think you just like fall right asleep? Like, or is this, what, what is this? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he, he goes back to his sleeping quarters and he is uh, just, just like torn because he's, he's like realizing he did sever his connection. Uh, one of him did sever the connection. Um, he, he knows it was shadow. He knows that it's bad, but he also doesn't know that he wonder, he wonders if he has now avoided the fading because of that. Um, and as he, that's what he's thinking of as he, uh, has falls asleep. Just before you fall asleep, as you lay here thinking about this, the whispers start to take focus a little bit, just in that, in that little space between sleeping and awake the voice comes just a little bit clearer Um, and before you fully fall asleep you think you hear someone saying yes help us but then you fall asleep Scarpin walks the dream as you have many times before the dream is ephemeral and strange, but it is also when you walk it, you can make of it what you wish and it bends and twists to your will around it as it does now for you unfolding. Your mother and your father are by your side within a moment. Your father is he carries with him a, a pole arm, uh, like a long uh, halberd with a, you know, like an axe at the end of a long shaft. Uh, your mother, two daggers, one in each hand. Uh, they both wear armor like you have never seen before. It's ornate and strange, swirling patterns like clouds etched into the metal. Come on, son, you need to be ready. And Scarbin uh, thinks back to how he's fought in the past and looks down at a tortle shell, uh, not his grandmother's, but the one that his friends bought him and a quarterstaff uh, also that his friends bought him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, they, they appear in your hands. Um, and your family starts uh, strikes out into the dreaming. Traversing the dreaming is, uh, you know, you walk, you move your feet, but it doesn't really feel like, I mean, that's not really how you move. Um, you just fly and glide through the space, even though your feet are moving underneath you. Um, and you're, you can see your parents looking intently, scanning through uh, this space around you. Your father says, Son, you are making too much of the dreaming here. See through these dreams. Do not imprint upon them. Do not bring your own shapes, but instead look for the shapes underneath. It's it's hard, Dad, but I'll, I'll try. Okay, okay. And he closes his eyes and kind of opens them up and tries to see through uh, what kind of these f- thoughts he's having are. Uh, yeah, go ahead and roll a wisdom check. Eighteen. Yeah, you can, uh, you peer in through 
these images you've created around you. And on the other side of those images, you start to see just this open scape, right? Uh, like a series of tubes uh, that spread out into infinity and through them, there are flashes of light uh, all around you inside of these tubes. And your mother and father walk down this tube with you. Um, taking a left and a right, they go down, they go up. They're, they're moving all through this labyrinth of uh, connected pathways. Does Scarpin understand how they're navigating? No, they seem to be intuiting in a way that you can't. They don't look like they're just wandering. They look like they yeah. know exactly where they're going. Okay. Uh, but But you can't really get a good feel for it. You can ask if you want. Yeah. Uh, Mom, Dad, how are you, do you? How do you know where to go? Your mother looks at you and she says, "Scarpin, he's our son. We can feel his presence in this place. You and your brother are closer to us than anyone else, and we would know your connection to this dream anywhere. Day or night, awake or asleep, we know where we can find you, here, in this place." You touch it, and we touch you through it. So Scarpin tries to use that to make sense of what his parents are doing and think about his connection to his brother and all the times Scarpin beat him up and made fun of him and uh, took his bacon. It, all the good times. So Scarpin kind of thinks <laughs> about that. Uh, yeah, and in that, you do feel that pathway. You can sense uh, the the thing that they are feeling, the direction that they are pulling. Um, you kind of intuit where they're going to find him. And it isn't long before you come across, uh, you know, what feels like just an, a space, like an orb in this place, uh, like a cloud of that connection point. Your brother is awake, but he is still connected to this place. And uh, it is through that your mother and father get to either side of your brother's dream uh, connection. And they hold hands and you watch as they, you can feel their energy pull, tug on this strand. And a manifestation of your brother appears though it is uh, also ephemeral and cloudy. It is not, he's not here physically. It is just his mind that has come. Uh, Sugar, uh, Diakin, can you hear us? He looks at you and he says, what, what do you want? Hey, dumbass, you just almost got us all killed. I didn't do anything. You did. And Scarpin like holds up the necklace on his chest. This. Where did you get that? You're not supposed to have that. Yeah, I, I know. I, I threw it in the woods, but then I got went and got it back. But all these people, they came looking for it. What kind of people? All these tr people came from the Scarlet Guard, the Church of Marcus. What the hell did you do? Why did you steal this? Scarlet Guard? Oh, no. Oh... Uh, yeah, I have to warn my friends. I mean, sure, but maybe you could have warned us first. What is this thing? It's an ancient artifact of power. It was being held by the guard. They felt like they they were holding it. It's they have no right to it. I mean, do you? More than they do. Uh, why? We, we don't deal with this stuff. I... I have been... I met someone. Someone who has a lot more claim to it than anyone else. I... Diakon, I should... You should have just come to us. We, we, we could have helped them. But not like this. Your mother and father, who are still trying to draw him forth, so like they're really bound in this ritual. He looks at them yeah. and he looks at you and he says, Scarpin, they wouldn't understand. 
they kind of, they just told me something really important about what we do as night holders. So if they seem preoccupied, it's for good reason. He's from the Deadlands. And Scarpin like thinks back to the person he spent the most time with, Tom Olivas, uh, in the Deadlands, uh, and then just snaps back to Diakin. You you met a friend in the Deadlands. Mom told you never go there. She doesn't understand. They're fascinating. They're amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah no. I mean, there's, no, they're dangerous. Um, there's so much to learn. We don't know. So much we don't know about the the, uh, the, the undying in general. Those who, who walk between these worlds. Uh, we... We told you too many stories about how they saved us. You were just a baby. You you, you weren't weren't even there when the we were attacked. It's like, why are you so fascinated by this? Because I just I feel like they understand so much better. And that pendant uh, is key. We need to get it to them. Okay. Uh yeah, we, well, we can't admit to the uh, Scarlet Guard that we have it. So how do we do that? How do we get to the, these people? Around the feet of your brother, shadows start to draw out, drawing up around the outer walls of this, begin to drip down from the ceiling like fingers slowly reaching down out. Um... I, I, I was going to come back and get it and bring it to them myself. I don't even know where you are. Well, we, we know where you are, apparently. Um, we'll, we'll come to you. But uh, in the meantime, I, th- I think something bad's about to happen. Mom, Dad, uh, is this is this the nightmares that we're, we got to do something about? As you call out to them, they come out of their little trance and he disappears. Um, and from above, yes, large hands reach down to try and latch on to, uh, your parents with dark shadowy tendrils. Go ahead and roll initiative. Yeah. Fucking sugar bush. <laughs> uh, th- 12. Okay. Uh, you go first. Hey. Scarping casts uh, Guiding Bolt at the one attacking his mom. Okay. Fuck you, nine. Yeah, that's not going to do it. Yep. Yep. (laughs) Mom, watch out. Your mom uh, looks up and flings a dagger up at the hand above her. Also doesn't do it. The dagger, uh, the landscape around you transforms and now you are in an arena. Um, the crowd roars with uh, excitement as you stand in the sand pit uh, and these two shadowy hands have transformed uh, into gladiators of shadow um, and uh, the arrow, the, uh, the dagger midair um, you know, this transformation happens while the dagger has already left her hand uh, and it just sails by. All right. What's what's Daddy O doing? Uh, oh yeah, your father uh, turns and swings his halberd at the other uh, guard, the other uh, uh, gladiator. <laughs> wow, guys, it's no good. Uh, it's no good. It's <laughs> new. This new to Scarpin uh, fighting with his parents. It's just you know they'll, they'll get in the flow of things. Uh, both the gladiators each attack one of your parents. Well, they did much better. So, uh, your mom takes uh, 10 damage. And your father takes uh, 4 damage. Uh, your your mother doesn't look great. Uh, After taking, like, the gladiator uh, carries basically like a giant shadowy battle axe. Uh, and he slams it down into her. Uh, and it cuts into her chest uh deep you hear her shell crack 
uh, from the blow. Uh, and when he draws it away, there's in, like an indented line in her shell. Um, the armor shattered. Uh, Scarpin just uh, like it freaks out. He runs at the uh, the one attacking his mom uh, and tries to get in between them. Uh, and, and when he does, he casts um, uh, cast guiding or inflict wound, inflict wounds. Okay. So he takes a swing with his quarterstaff and imbues it with magic. Yep. Fuck. Uh, eleven. Eleven's not going to do it. All right. And that is what he does. Okay. Uh, your mother, uh, throws another dagger that also doesn't do it. Uh, sails right by, um, your father seeing what's going on. Uh, oh, well you actually, your mother, uh, uh, looks down at her chest and like places a hand and pulls it away. And the, the slice into her armor or her, her chest is gone. The armor is still broken, but the wound is gone. Uh, sorry, mom. I, I could, I'll take care of the next one. Uh, <laughs> 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 Your father swings his halberd. That hits. Um, and, and he, <laughs> he has turned his attention to your the one attacking your mother, um, seeing that she was hurt. Um, he deals five damage. Rolled two ones. Not great. Not great. Not great for the Nightholder clan. <laughs> no. Uh, the uh, the two gladiators attack. Both miss. E. Excellent, excellent. With Scarpin in proper position, he casts Guiding Bolt at the one that is attacking his mother. And a, 18, 18. 18 hits. All right. You did it. I know, I know. It's a very surprising audience. <laughs> Three, four, five, six. That's a good sound. Mm. 12 plus eight, so 23 plus... 26 damage. Big hit. And whoever attacks it next gets an advantage. That would be your mother as she draws another dagger and tries to plunge it into the chest of the creature. Get her mom. Which she does. Uh, she takes the dagger back and just slams it into the creature's neck. Um, and shadow starts to spurt out of the neck of the creature. She deals at 18 damage. Nice. And uh, the shadow like uh, melts away. As it does, the scene around you shifts again. This time you are inside uh, a cave. A horde of gold sits at the center. And the other shadow creature has become uh, a dragon sitting atop of his hold. Um, Your father swings the halberd at the dragon. He misses. Um, and the dragon lets out a breath of shadowy fire over the three of you. Uh, Dex saving throw, if you please. Oh, please. Twelve. Okay. Uh, you and your mother dive out of the way as your father is <laughs> bathed in flame. Uh, I thought you said die. No. <laughs> you dive. Die. You dive out of the way. Uh, yeah. As your father is bathed in flame. Oh, jeez. So you take seven. Your father takes 14 from this blast. How's he looking? Very bad. Uh, he's barely... Uh, all of his armor is shattered. Um, he looks uh, like he can barely move. Um, he just sort of sways for a second while you've... Uh, a- after this fire finishes washing over him. Yeah. Um, so Scarpin, uh, goes to initially, uh, cast, uh, guiding bolt at the dragon, 
uh, and then casts uh, Cure Wounds at level three on his dad. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's see. Heals for 14. Okay. You just undid all that fire damage. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully they'll take him out. Because Scarpin feels useless. <laughs> uh, your mother does a glancing blow across the uh, imaginary scales of the dragon. Uh, and your father as well can't seem to hit it. Uh, as the creature rears back and swings forward with like two claws and a tail swipe. So the tail comes at you, Scarpin. That's a miss. Nice. And two uh, claws. One critically hits your father. Dream. Okay. And, uh, I guess the next attack, which was yep. my dad. Yeah. He fails that, so he attacks you instead? Yes. So he hits you critically. Uh, I guess he has to uh, attack someone else. Yeah, he'll Not. attack you. Okay, very good. He'll hit you critically. Okay. So you take... Uh, you take 36 damage. Woo! From this claw. Which would have been enough to down either of your parents. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's Good a brutal critical. Big boy Scarpin was there. <laughs> cool. Uh, yeah, this reserve of power that is washing into you, you realize um, this is not this Scarpin's robustness. It is the other Scarpin's uh, vitality that is keeping mm. you on your feet. Okay. Yeah, he, he he was surprised he could take that hit, but then he realized right, I've, I've been through some stuff. He said out loud because that's not his inner monologue voice. Right. Uh, <laughs> We've learned this. <laughs> is it ba- back on the night holders? Uh, yes. Yep. All right. So Scarpin's gonna hail Mary it in a way. Uh, he's gonna cast inflict dream upon the creature. And, <laughs> and uh, attempt to uh, send it deep, uh, deep underground where there is no uh, gold. It's only everything is crushed into various other minerals and not gold. So it would make a wisdom saving thing. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it can't be crushed into a diamond because it's gold. It's a, it's an element. That's how elements work. Uh, uh, that's that's fine. Um, well, so you, uh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I started the sentence and I didn't know where to go. Uh, yeah, it's a wisdom saving throw. Wisdom saving throw. Great. DC fourteen. It succeeds. Hmm. Did Scarpin feel like it would have done something cool if it had So failed? I would say this. It succeeds. Um, go ahead and roll uh, 3d10 damage, and then we're going to hey. half damage that. Cool, cool, cool. Nineteen. So nine damage. Okay. Uh, your mother attacks with her dagger. That's a miss. Your father attacks with the halberd. You watch as uh, he like closes his eyes for a second and the halberd begins to glow brightly. Um, that one hits. Yes. Uh, critically hits, actually. Oh, we needed has, that, Dad. He had imbued it with power, so it is extra powerful. So that is 47 damage. Boo-hoo. 
So he buries this into the creature and the light just overtakes, like it sort of explodes out. Um, and it just tears the dragon in half. Um, and the shadow melts away and you all now stand in a field, um, like flowers growing up in the field. Um, and a, uh, yeah, sorry. Yeah. It's a field of flowers growing up out of the field. So just to clarify, the, uh, flowers are coming down from the sky I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, Scarpin says, "Oh, oh, holy shit! Uh, nice one, Dad. Uh, uh, that took a lot out of me. Oh. Yeah. Well, uh, let me hold on. Let me stop bleeding for a second. Uh, Cast cure wounds on himself. Mm-hmm. That makes more sense. Yeah." <laughs> All right. Uh, so uh, when I talked to uh, Diakin, uh, he told me that he got to he met a friend, uh, and this necromancy charm right here uh, is really important to that friend and their friend's people. And uh, I think I think we're in this too deep as a family. I, th- I think we need to help him get this charm to that that friend and keep it away from the Scarlet Guard. <sighs> Yeah, I called him an idiot, and, and he feels bad about things. Um, but I, hopefully, can we help him? I don't see that we have much choice. Okay, cool. All right, well, we'll we'll pack up and go, I guess. And they yeah. both disappear. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, well, I'll see you in a bit. And he disappears. You don't disappear you're still standing in this field he shut he had shut his eyes opens it back up and says what what what? uh mom dad um a an elven woman in white long blonde hair steps out into this field from nowhere she walks over toward you she says you must be scarpin Uh, yes and who are you i am the oracle Uh, is that did you do this i did okay um i have a lot of mixed emotions about what's going on and uh how i am here but uh i'd like to learn why hold on to this Scarpin, this feeling, it will be used against you. But know this too. The things you learn in this world, they are near enough to your world to be true. The knowledge you carry is dangerous. And it is not dangerous for you is dangerous for those who know it. So, are you saying I shouldn't tell my friends about the fading? Do not tell me. I do not know what you know. I know only that it is dangerous. I'd really like to... Oh, man. Okay, fine. I am saying that what you know puts other people at risk. Only you can assess that risk. Only you can decide if that risk is worth have taking. Ah, okay. So you, this was, uh, is this real? Is this a different me? Or, or what could have been? Or what, what is this? As we peer through divination, we can see choices we could have made, roads we could have taken. For another, yes, this is their life. You simply walk within it. Okay. Are my friends okay? They are. 
Okay, good. Well, I... There is more for you to see, Scarpin. I'm so tired. Go. And then you wake up in your tent. Yeah. Holds his eyes shut for a little bit, holds his hands in front of his face, and slowly opens them to see what he looks like and who he is. And what does he see? Yeah, you uh, still uh, all living, still um, this other Scarpin. All right. <laughs> and he uh, he gets up and kind of hurriedly goes out of his tent uh, and hopes that it's back to bacon uh, cooking morning. And it's kind of like a loop, you know, Groundhog Day sort of deal. Instead, uh, it is still quite dark out, uh, but your parents are packing up. Uh, preparing a couple of horses. Um, clearly, this is not the full caravan heading out. They're packing up for a quick mission. Uh, your father says, Oh, finally, there you are. Yeah, I, something weird happened inside there. Uh, somebody else was there. Ah, that's dreaming, son. It's always, there's always weird stuff happening. Come on, load up, let's go. Uh, okay. Uh, all right, we're, we're, let's go. Um, they load up the horses and, uh, yeah, the three of you head off back towards the way you came, uh, back toward the, uh, to the West toward the Deadlands. So, uh, while you travel, is there anything that you're going to talk to your parents about? Any questions you have or any, um, comments you want to make before you reach, your brother. Uh, so, uh, Dad, Mom, who, who else knows about this? Uh, the dreams and the fading. Is it just us, the night holders? It is our secret to hold, our secret to keep, and our duty to protect. It is, as far as we know, we are the only ones who know. If anyone else knows, we have no choice but to act wow so we, we have no allies um is there a group or some people that are actively kind of trying to seek, seek this knowledge or spread it or do we have any nemesis basically your your father says ah oh, son that is the great irony yes we do have people who seek out this information. And your mother and I no longer remember who they are. Oh. (laughs) Well, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's about right, though. Um. Okay. I mean, I... I think I, I I think I want to stay, mom and dad. Uh, if that's okay. Stay where? And Scarpin realizes that that's kind of a weird thing to say uh, when they're he was never leaving, as far as they knew. Yeah, no. Uh, I'm, thank you for telling me and trusting me with this. Um, I I won't I won't let you down. We know, son. That's why we told you. We knew we could trust you with this. You are part of the family. You're not going anywhere, and we need your help. Okay, okay. Let's uh, let's get let's get the rest of the night holders back, uh, even if they're the screw ups. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's not long before you uh, come across your brother, who is just sitting by the side of the road in the woods, just like waiting for you guys. <laughs> Since the uh, the call came in, Scarpin picks up a stick and throws it at him before <laughs> greeting him. <laughs> uh, and then he, he, he looks at you out. sourly. Yeah. And then hops onto the back of a horse. Hey, we got your dumb jewelry. 
Um, yeah, and as your attention turns to the medallion by like mentioning it or whatever, um, you hear a voice again. Um, and, and the moment kind of freezes for you. Uh, it's like, it's just you and this voice and it says, hello, are you there? Uh, hello? Oh, yes. Someone willing to listen. Oh, thank you. Are you just, where are you? Is I am a spirit inside this talisman. Why? That answer is long lost. Gone with the strength of this amulet fading. Its power is diminished. It needs more magic. Oh, I, I wonder if that's what we're going to do. My my brother uh, just stupidly stumbled upon uh, this and is going to bring it to the, the Deadlands, the land where the undead people live. The undead. Yes, death is a part of this. But it is not one to return the dead, but to bring them to their final rest. This, you help guide the souls of, of people when they die? Is yes, that what you're saying? that is once our purpose, but our magic has failed. We need more power. Is that okay? If we bring you to the, the where the undead live, will, will that help? I do not know. Well, uh, okay. Well, I'm sorry. I didn't introduce myself. I'm Scarpin. Uh, you're a necklace, but what, do you have a name? I was once called Slask. Oh, so it's nice to meet you, Slask. Um... I'm sorry you live in a necklace. That doesn't sound great. But we, we, we're going to try and help you, you, the necklace. At once, I was not alone. But now so little power remains. I am all that is left. All right. Well, it's a, I'm glad to hear that the souls have some, something to do after they die. So, uh, yeah, I'd like to help you. Um and he yells to Diakon, Hey, uh, uh, do you know this thing talks? He looks at you funny. He says, what? Yeah, Slask. He's inside here. He says he needs to go uh, get repowered. And uh, then he'll be able to guide the souls to the un- land of the undead. Uh, Scarpin, are you making things up? What? This isn't a time for stories. What? No, that's what that's what the necklace said. Slask. Let me see it. Let me see it. All right. He takes it off and hands it over. He holds it. How do you make it talk? Well, you gotta you gotta listen. It started whispering to me, and then eventually he just said, hey, "Help!" and then then started talking. So I I talked back. I don't hear anything. <sighs> All right. Well, that's okay. Where's your friend? Oh, uh, we're supposed to meet uh, just up this way. Uh, And he uh, points out a space, you know, on the map or whatever that's a a few more, uh, like another 40 minutes away. Um, And so you ride for a little bit uh, and then arrive uh, at this little outpost that has been built up on the side of the road. Uh, and there's a a figure on a heavy cloak. Um, the dawn light is just coming up overhead. Uh, and the figure in the cloak doesn't even look up. He just says, you're late. Diakon says, sorry, sorry. I uh, got waylaid. Uh, anyway, uh, my brother and I 
my, my, my parents, we, we have the, we have the thing for you. And the figure looks up uh, and you can see his flesh is all rotten. He's just a, a zombie, um, a full corpse in, and he is uh, staring outward at the uh, four of you. And he says, I thought this wasn't going to be a family affair. Oh, yeah, us night holders, we stick together, regardless of how stupid one of us is. Uh, well, here's your, here's your, your, your necklace. Uh, it's, it's called Slask, actually, is what, uh, what they told me. He takes the necklace and he holds it in his hand. And he says, oh, this is considerably weaker than I thought it would be. Yeah, so yeah. They, Good. they said that. They said yeah. that, Slask. It just needs to be repowered. Is that what you're going to do? He crushes it in his hand. Oh, to dust and he drops it away he says that power does not belong in this world and now it is gone you have done well Deokin and we will welcome you to our clan now as family Scarbin looks at Deokin what the hell is he talking about I'm 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 gonna go with them. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna no. live here now. No, no, you're a night holder. What are you doing, I, Mom, Dad? Make him stop. Your mother's like like panicking, and your father's like, "Deacon, no, you can't." And he says, "I have to do this. I have to learn more about them. We are night holders. We know about dreams. They can't dream. Think about that. They can't." dream even if they wanted to even if they wanted to feel what we feel they cannot do it we we have to do what we can to help we have to learn what we can they have you scarpin to carry on their their legacy let me do this uh Diakin. do you know what he just did he just removed now, now everyone's souls they have nowhere to go after they die that that seems bad i don't quite know the repercussions but that seems bad you shouldn't go with someone who does that that's bad <laughs> that talisman you don't understand what it was or what it represented you don't understand what it was doing it had not served that purpose in generations there was a person in there there was a memory in there. Uh, oh, okay. What, uh, what? Why did you do that then? Why did you crush it? Because this weapon, and that's what it was, make no mistake, this weapon would be brought to bear on my people and we would fall one by one to its power. Huh. And Scarbin, uh, like, has a thought of, like, oh, maybe there's an equivalent in his world. Um, what was this called, this talisman, this necromancy? That was the name. Oh. Wars were fought for this thing. And now it is dust. Well, Diakon, I understand your interest. I really do. And there was a time that I thought I would leave and pursue knowledge. But you got to be careful. You don't want to go there and, and lose yourself. Scarpin, I have nothing waiting for me traveling around like this. Let me do what I can do. Let me help where I can help. Your mother is crying, by the way. She's just like, she's crying. Your father's trying to console her. But he looks to you and he says, you are the, you are the one who must take over decisions like this for the clan. We are getting to be the elders and it is your job now to lead. It is your choice to make. He uh, looks from his mom to his dad to his brother. 
We need to know more about the dream and approach it in new ways, I think. I've learned so much today, and really, I know, now know we, that we need to learn more in order to... And then he it kind of trails off because he's thinking about the fading, but... Diakon, you are a night holder, so I ask you to learn. Learn about the dream. Learn about as much why they don't dream. And bring that information back to your family. Okay, whatever happens to you, do not be ashamed to come back. We will accept you, okay? But do this and with go with the knowledge that you need to come back to us. He nods and dismounts and your eyes go black. Hey everyone, DM Anthony here, just reminding you that if you're enjoying the show, tell your friends. Tell your family, uh, let people know, word of mouth, and you can support the show at patreon.com slash adventuring, or you can check out the shop at adventuringpod.com slash shop. Make sure you check the show notes and the website for all our social media, including our Discord, where you can come and hang out with some great people. We'll see you there. And until next week, I wish you nothing but critical success. Serious business.